0: Welcome to the F4 Podcast, where faith, family, fun, and finance intersect for a purposeful life. I'm Travis, and with my wife, Rebecca, we are here to guide you on a journey towards financial peace and success. Join us as we explore the realms of personal finance, from saving and budgeting to investing and retirement planning. But we don't stop there. We'll also delve into the deeper meaning behind it all. How aligning our faith and finances can make a lasting impact on the kingdom of God. Get ready to transform your mindset, take control of your money, and become a catalyst for change. Let's dive in.
1: Welcome to another episode of the F4 Podcast. I'm Rebecca.
0: And I'm Travis.
1: And today we're going to do a Thanksgiving special, and we are going to discuss The concept of gratitude and contentment and specifically how that creating a practice and a lifestyle of gratitude and contentment affects our daily life and how that affects our personal
0: finances. And this is the F4 podcast. And so that stands for faith, family, fun, and finance. And so we'll try to cover a little bit about how this relates to all four of those over the course of this obviously we tend to focus on finance but the other categories are just as important and so becca why don't you start off talking about just gratitude in general yeah what is gratitude right
1: um i think that's kind of a well understood topic but maybe less so how to go about creating a lifestyle of gratitude like, mindset yeah yeah like how do you get started in all my research and practice just find something to be grateful and thankful for and why does it matter i guess is also another big key there are all kinds of studies and more coming out all the time that gratitude, having a negative thought pattern a negative lifestyle negatively impacts mental health and physical well-being and so practicing gratitude proves the opposite.
0: (laughs) Right. I think in the Psalms, David says something along the lines of, I think myself happy, meaning that by dwelling on the good things in life, you know, think on these things, the things that are pure and holy and upright and lovely and so forth, think on those things. And so by taking time to think on the good things of life and the blessings that God gives us, it helps us be more grateful. Yeah, Because we're not dwelling on just the negatives. Well, your brain is basically a
1: computer by design, you know. Sure. And computers are programmable. Mm-hmm. And so if you train yourself by focusing on the things that are good and pure and of God and that you can be grateful for rather than the negative around you, you are going to program your brain yes. to naturally deviate to good grateful
0: that that'll be the default. Yes, because we've all heard the phrase stuck in a rut. And what a rut is, is a groove, right? That you get stuck in. And our brains do that. You're right. We have patterns that we establish that become habits and those can be overcome and replaced. It takes time, but you can create new, healthy, grateful, thankful, brain routes where when even when bad things come, you can still have joy in knowing that God is still in control. Yeah. I'm still breathing. That That's how you get the peace that passes all
1: understanding is that even in your most stressful and chaotic seasons. Mm hmm you know it's going to be okay because
0: yeah. God has you. Right. The Bible talks about like we don't, there's no reason to fear people that can harm our body.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We should fear the one who controls our soul, yes. the eternity of our soul, basically, if we're going to fear anything.
1: Well, you've told me before, like when I'm struggling with this, because it's so easy to not know that you're having negative thoughts mm-hmm. and to just let that lead you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you'll point out you're like, Becca, you don't have to be happy about the situation. Just be content in where you are. Just be grateful with what is okay. Right. Let God carry you through. Don't fake happiness. So I guess the point is we don't want to do that either and go too far the other way.
0: Sure. Yeah. There's a difference in being grateful. And being fake mm-hmm. and being like overly, um, I think that the term nowadays is toxic positivity yeah. where you're positive to the point that you're not even realistic anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can be grateful in the good things of life. And I think that like you were mentioning, our peace comes from knowing that in the scope of eternity, everything's going to be fine if we're living for God. And so we don't have to sweat the small stuff of daily life. We can be grateful even in the midst of trial and even in the midst of bad health or bad circumstances, we're still breathing, we're still making it and we're still going the right direction on our path with God. And that's all that really matters. There are a lot of practical things you can do to practice gratitude. And we'll talk about those later in the episode. But you mentioned earlier contentment, and I think those kind of do go up a lot hand in hand. Yeah. Contentment is the ability to be okay with your current situation.
1: Yeah. What is the verse that Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me?
0: Yeah. A lot of people think that verse is about what?
1: Being able to do whatever I want.
0: Right. And if that were true, we could fly. Could try
1: hard enough.
0: We could, you know... Yeah. name any superhero powered, we'd be able to do that because Christ strengthens us and I can do all things through Christ. That's not actually what the verse is saying. When you look at the previous verses, Paul talks about how, man, he's gone through terrible times. He's gone through great times. He's had times of terrible sickness. He's had times of good health.
1: Yeah. Lots of time in prison, lots of time free
0: and he, or, or rich. Right. And so he makes the point here that I can endure anything that comes my way with Christ. I can be content in knowing that God is in control and things are going to work out. God's got it. Um, that's easier said than done. Let's be honest. Oh yes. You know, um, but by spending time in prayer, uh, oftentimes prayer is more effective as a means of changing us than it is as a means of changing our circumstance. A lot of times, you know, we pray God take this circumstance away when God's really saying, no, I want you to learn patience or I want you to learn critical thinking and maybe you need to learn how to get yourself out of this circumstance or whatever the case may be. God allows us to go through things because they grow us and strengthen us. And so we need to spend time in prayer so that we can have the proper perspective and see things from God's point of view and be content in knowing that it's okay.
1: And on that, say, on that point, like I think it's Matthew where Jesus is saying follow me and learn from me and take up my burden for my yoke is light and my burden is easy. I'm not putting that perfect. Sure. But I think that's what that means too. Like, to, it is so much, e- it's easy to say and not easy to do, right? Mm-hmm. But once you realize, once you get into this practice, once you have really surrendered to the understanding that you don't have to worry about everything in daily life, you only have to worry about loving God and doing the right things the best that you can literally feels like a burden lifted.
0: Right. And then from a financial standpoint, gratitude, you know, if you're grateful for the vehicle that you have and you're content with it, you're far less likely to go get a car loan and put yourself into $50,000 in debt to get the pretty thing that everybody thinks is cool. Or, you know, you name it. If you're content with the TV size you have, you're less likely to just go by the latest and greatest all the time. You know, we all have to practice some degree of contentedness at some point. It has to be enough because we have a limited amount of resources and you cannot physically have everything.
1: Well, and you can just look at history and look at the culture of today and know that Living with the mindset of getting what I want only ruins your life.
0: And there's some song right now that's popular and it, it goes, you don't always get what you want. And I sing that to myself in my head all the time <laughs> when I'm like, man, it would be nice to have X. Yeah, Man, it would be nice to have um, a maid and a cook and you know, or whatever you name, yeah. you fill in the blank. Maybe it's a nice car or a giant house or whatever, man, it would be nice. And, and then I remind myself, I don't always get what I want. And that's on purpose because what I do really want or what I should be wanting is to please God and to help other people. Yeah. It's not all about me. Bible talks about the number one reason why your prayers aren't answered is because you're praying them and you're praying for things to satisfy your own selfish desires. The Bible says to consume it upon your own lusts. And that's very true. And so if your only motivation for getting more money or doing better with your finances, if your only motivation for that is to just selfishly grow uh, your own wealth and your own kingdom,
1: you are going to be lonely pretty quickly.
0: Right. And it may or may not be successful. God may allow allow you to be successful, but what have you accomplished? You know, the Bible also says if you gain the whole world and lose your soul, what have you won? Yeah. Right? The world will pass away. And so we have to, even in our finances, maintain this godly perspective because that's what Should be driving everything. And so, by practicing contentment, by practicing gratitude, we help keep all of these things in our personal finances in balance. It helps us to, again, I've said multiple times in previous podcasts I'm not opposed to you owning good things.
1: I'm
0: not opposed to you owning expensive things, but it needs to be relative to your income. Is it reasonable? Are you still able to own those things and be able to help others and be able to further the kingdom of God? Or is it such a big percentage of your budget that all your extra money goes towards that and you can't afford to be effective in the kingdom?
1: So practicing gratitude and contentment drastically lessens the feeling of I need more stuff. Or I need to spend money on this. Or I need what all my friends have.
0: Right. So let's talk about some practical tips. We've already kind of discussed this a little bit. Number one is just taking time every morning to give thanks to God for the things that he's done for us. Whether it's just as rudimentary as our salvation and dying on the cross for us and making a way for us to be saved. I thank God oftentimes that he has left his word, the Bible, for us as a clear instruction for us to follow as a means for us to get wisdom. That's an awesome thing. But also to thank him for the things that we do have. You know, if you've got a roof over your head, if you have transportation. Growing up, I was gifted from my grandparents a truck. Was it the prettiest truck? Absolutely not. (laughs) It was an older truck, older model, but it got me where I needed to go. And I was very grateful. And I thanked God all the time for that truck. And I would pray that God would allow it to continue to last and continue to get me where I needed to go, that he would uh, keep it from having any failures and help me to know how to take care of it. And by having that gratitude and that contentment with what I had, also made me value what I had and take care of it better. Oh, that's good. You know, um, when you're grateful for the things you've been blessed with, you're more likely to maintain them and care for them and continue to grow those things. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're not thankful and you're like, man, this is the crummiest vehicle. Odds are good. You're probably going to just skip your oil changes because eh, it's not, it's, it's going to go bad soon anyway. And you're probably not going to rotate your tires because, well, I'm just going to get in a new truck eventually. And before long, you have to get a new truck and it's at a very inconvenient time, but it's not because you actually needed one. It's because you failed to take care of the one that you had. Yeah. And so we have to take care of the things that we've been blessed with. Um, we've talked about last week that work is not a curse. God put Adam in the garden to take care of it. Yeah. He was blessed with all of creation and he got to take care of it. And, rule over it, to have dominion over it. And that was an awesome blessing. But yes, it's still a little bit of work and that's okay. We're designed to work.
1: God calls us to be good stewards of what he has placed on earth, And that applies to all aspects of
0: life, right?
1: whether it's the vehicle you're driving, the budget you're making, the family you have, or whatever else.
0: So let's talk about some more practical tips. What's okay. something else that someone can do to practice a mindset of gratitude? Yeah.
1: A few things I have heard of is just have time, like thankfulness, where you write down three things every morning that you're grateful for. Um, and then another stop, kind of similar to that is to just make a list and start the list of something you're grateful for. And now try to come up with a thousand Items on that list that are unique. You don't have to do it in one day. You don't have to do it in a month. Just do it as you think of something. Write it down.
0: Yeah. You can also do a gratitude journal. I know that's real popular, which is real similar to what you mentioned in the first place of writing three things down per day. But that helps you generate a more concrete list of these blessings in your life so that when times are hard and you aren't feeling well and you don't feel like you have things to be thankful for, you can go back and look at that journal and see, oh man, here's all these cool things that I've been blessed with.
1: Another thing I've noticed in my own life is being a morning person, having gratitude in the morning is super easy. I'm not a night person and I have learned that when I use a gratitude journal, It is more beneficial for me to use it before bed. It calms me down for the night. It helps me refocus my thoughts onto the things, the blessings in my life and what God has given me rather than the to-do list floating around in my head.
0: And I think being mindful, mindfulness is a big buzzword nowadays, but what it really means is just being intentional with your thoughts, slowing down and dwelling on the positive things for a moment. And that helps train your brain to focus on those things over time. And you start being more in tune with the good things that you can be grateful for. And so whether you're a Christian or not, you know, taking time to just think on the good things of life is beneficial.
1: And another thing, specifically try to find the little things to be thankful for, because you'll you'll start to notice little miracles all over the place. Mm-hmm. If you slow down and realize I'm thankful for that butterfly or
0: what, and it, when you look for them, yeah. and it
1: sounds like nonsense because we think we should be thankful for our family and for God, and for like the big things and those are good too. But practicing both at different times intentionally can be a, add like another dimension to that.
0: Definitely. The more you look for things to be grateful for, the more you'll find them. Yeah. So If you practice the discipline of focusing your mind in on things to be grateful for, you're going to become better at it over time, just like anything else. And you may not be great at it at first, and you'll find yourself falling into that pit of negativity, but you've got to get back on track and be disciplined and daily practice these different tips that we've talked about Mm -hmm. so that you can develop that mindset. Often first
1: step is to just say, Oh, I'm being negative. I don't want to do that.
0: Yeah. Call it out. Right. Um, not yeah, there's something to be said with being honest with yourself about your faults and calling them out when they happen. There's nothing wrong with that. If anything, it's very beneficial for you because you acknowledge what's happening. You sit with that failure for just a moment and you move on and replace it with gratitude or whatever the case may be. Um, that is how we grow. So Thanksgiving is coming up and we are thankful for a lot of things. We're going to briefly just mention a few things that we personally are thankful for. Obviously, we're thankful for our walks with God and where they've, yeah. how they've grown over the years. Thankful to God for all that he's done for us. But also, I think we want to take this time to let you know that we are thankful to you as listeners for supporting us and helping us grow this podcast. Um, We check all the time to see how many people are listening, how many people are um, following our page. And we're so grateful to have you as part of our coaching experience, and we hope that we're creating content that's beneficial and growing you and helping you to become a better person.
1: So a few little things I'm thankful for since Travis covered a lot of the big ones is noise canceling headphones. Why? Oh, well, one, if you're ever on a plane, you're going to want those. And two, if you get overstimulated by loud noises, (laughs) you're going to want those. And I'm just thankful for Marvel's our dog. And good gel pens. So those are my three things for the day.
0: Um, Yeah, I'm I'm a big proponent of the gel pen as well. (laughs) I love them. Uh, I'm a pen snob by any definition of the word Well, when we first got married we had like little big pins and stuff like that like the cheaper pins and i would just throw them <laughs> and, Well, because he get, was so frugal get better ones
1: so frugal so i just thought that he wanted the cheap pins too i was wrong
0: <laughs> no that one's worth it to me it's definitely worth it
1: well we're so glad that you joined us this week and we hope you have a wonderful thanksgiving season and that you can remember to practice gratitude and contentment in your own life and your finances as well. And until next time, bye. Bye.
0: That wraps up another empowering episode of the F4 podcast. Remember, it's not just about the dollars and cents, but about building the kingdom of God in every aspect of your life. We hope you've gained valuable insights on how to navigate the world of personal finance while prioritizing faith, family, and fun. Take what you've learned today and apply it with intentionality. Together, let's sow seeds of financial wisdom and make a difference. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share it with others who are seeking financial peace and a higher purpose. Until next time, keep living F4, prioritizing faith, family, fun, and finance.